This is a Good Time Charlie production. On your marks, get set. Same, we're a great British Bake Off podcast. Joined by the homies, Nick Jew. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have nothing. <laughs> and uh, the two one six is on Big Anthony. I, I would like to slice up some of those pies tonight. Um, especially like I was straight up asking, you make that that potato pie, Mike? I think I can get that done. <laughs> that uh, dauphin wine, whatever. I would eat the hell yeah. out of that. Oh, I'm your host, NRC Heroes Over 13. Sorry. I don't be introducing myself because it's kind of necessary. It, I went from not introducing y'all to not introducing me. And I guess I don't know. It works. <laughs> Look, if somebody got to not be introduced, I'm probably the one that probably shouldn't be introduced. No, so you do all the work. Ah. So, uh, Series 14 is episode five. It's a double elimination pastry week, 57 minutes long. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Prue and Allison's little cake bit. <laughs> It was very cute. So, I'm so inspired that I made this beautiful, <laughs> highly decorated, moist root cake. And I'm like, this shit is, where is this going? And then I'm like, ah, that played out well. I'm happy with that. You know what the deal is. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about Bake Off. It's going to be a great time to be had here. Each week we come to you with just a little bit of news just to have a good time with. You know what I'm saying? And we uh, call that particular segment, Bakers Make the World Go Round. And then when I say it, I push play. Bakers make the world go round. And then you hear me and my children singing a little ditty about how bakers make the world go round because they in fact do. And you're going to put some respect on the bakers' names this week. I got you a sweet little article that's bake off related. So it's a good time. Man, my, my dog just really packed one up. Was that a sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> will be 14 here in, uh, in very short order. So, my old lady. Uh, this is from the good people at People. Dave Quinn's oh. on the byline. The Great British Baking Show. Every burning question answered. I lead up at sends me a story today that says The Great British Bake Off. 20 questions that you want to answer. So, it's just going oh. down. These articles just happen to be being uh, put out there right now. And, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll read you that one next week because that way we'll see what the difference is. Uh, the beloved competition series puts home bakers from across Britain into a series of challenges designed to put every bit of their baking ability to the test. Dave Quinn on the byline for over a decade now. The Great British Baking, fuck that. Great British <laughs> Bake Off, hate that. Has <laughs> captivated audiences across both sides of the pond, with viewers falling in love with its simplistic style and oh so sweet creations. But even the most loyal fans may be left with questions from week to week and wondering everything from how people get cast on the show. To what happens to all those delicious looking desserts? Well, never fear. Here are 19 of the show's biggest mysteries. 
and the one Anthony had was 20. So we short one on this one. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> American <laughs> audiences on PBS and Netflix know the show is the Great British Bake Off. I'm oh okay, they I, I have to read the article as it is. No, it is the Great British Baking Show, but in the UK, the show airs under its original name, the Great British Bake Off. We put some respect on its name in this in this house. So why the change? It all comes down to pay copyright. The term Bake Off is registered to the Pillsbury Company, which since 1949 has held the Pillsbury Bake Off a contest that searched for the best recipes in the U.S. using its signature flour. No, I don't think I've ever seen Pillsbury flour. Maybe I have. It's, yeah, it's got like a gold. No, that's gold metal. That's gold metal flour. Gold metal. You thought it was gold metal flour. It but it was gold metal flour. Y'all was on that shit. That's all that was. Uh, huh. Now I got to look for Pillsbury flour. A contest that starts, okay, not wanting any confusion among viewers, the company didn't release the rights PBS reported, prompt, prompt, prompting the new title. Ironically, the Pillsbury Bake Off didn't even begin with that title. It was originally called Grand National Recipe and Baking Contest. Mm. Fuck you, huh. Pillsbury. Uh, who came up with the idea for the show in the first place? That would be the executive producer, Anna Beattie, who's, who, thought, who thought up the concept after t- talking to a friend who had seen Bake Offs in America. The Telegraph reporter. How do you get cast? It's not easy. It's a huge process for us to get to, to get to the final 12 contestants be admitted to the Radio Times. More than 16,000 contestants apply via a lengthy application form, the BBC reported, per series producer Sam Beddows. A research set up, researcher set up a 45-minute phone call with potential hopefuls. From there, 300 to 400 people make it to the first round of auditions, bringing with them two bakes, a screen test and an interview with a producer come next. If they get through all of that, casting invites 50 to 60 people for a second audition. Oh, this wow. time in front of the judges, giving them a timed technical challenge and testing to see if they can talk and bake at the same time. An interview with the show psychologist closes things out. Glad mm. they do that. Necessary. And I'm glad they do. They don't do that in, in a lot of uh, reality programs and people be needing it. The baking is 100% the most important thing. Not personality, uh, Beto said. You can have a brilliant cast, but if they're going to go go out in the first round, there's no point. Part of the charm yeah. of Bake Off is that they're real people from all over the country. It's such a lovely atmosphere here, and we fiercely protect that. In the end, a cast of bakers, usually 12 is cast. Though Beatty told the radio times, we usually have two standbys just in case someone pulls out at the last minute or is ill. Mm. That's dope. But only for the first show or two. Then we then we are up and running. What's the deal with the tent? Cupcake Wars, Sugar Wars, Nailed It, and just about every other baking competition reality show takes place in a studio. So why does the Great British Bake Off opt for a large tent on an English country estate, beautifully manicured lawn? Well, for one, it didn't start that way. Season one of the show back in 2010 was filmed in various locations across the UK, depending on the theme. Puddings, for example, take, took place in Bakewell, where the dessert originated. In season two, the tent was born in an effort to provide a singular production location while still calling back to the country's cultural traditions of afternoon tea and in sprawling country homes. It also puts all bakers on an even baking field and tested their skills to adapt to a number of challenges such as the weather. Completely alien to your own kitchen at home, 2013 champion Francis Quinn told Cosmopolitan, the temperature fluctuate, you'll be making a meringue and it would start raining. (laughs) <laughs> when we try to bake pastry, it'd be 27 degrees Celsius outside. 
The technical challenge and lack of time and, uh, and lack of fridge and workspace are the enemy of on that show. It's like a long article, y'all. I can't read y'all the whole damn thing. We yeah, show them. I, say, they got into a lot of detail with every one of those. I didn't think you would go much further. Yeah, I was trying to see. I was trying to see if there's one more like, like that's on the shorty side that I can give y'all right quick. Here you go, number fourteen. Do bakers get any help along the way? Surprisingly, yes. Food producers will step in from time to time, offering advice or even fresh ingredients if necessary. Explain more to the Telegraph. We help the bakers to a certain degree. We do show the disasters, but you don't want to set you don't want to set up set up anyone for a fall. Whole article is, of course, in your show notes. You can go read the rest of it. Like I said, it's it's uh, considerably deeper than I thought it would be. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a solid uh, pull. So, uh, but let's get to it. Our nine remaining bakers in the tent this week. He says, having not pulled his notes up. One, two, three. Yes, nine remaining bakers in the tent this week are Christy, Dan, Dana, Josh, Matt, Nikki, Rowan, Saku, and Tasha. And our signature this week is 12 savory picnic pies made with, has to be made with a hot water crust pastry. Two hours to complete. <laughs> I want to say that I called Oh, I was going to say that you called this. You made this. You made this happen. I made it happen. Uh, as y'all recall last week, uh, Nick said they need to get on some great shit. Make some Spanakopita. And <laughs> first <laughs> baker up is Maddie, and what's Maddie chefing up? Spanakopita. Picnic pie that he couldn't say at first, but he got there. So it's all to the good. Of course, that spinach, ricotta, feta, roasted red pepper, sun dried tomatoes, and herbs. I don't want uh, all that. I just want my spinach and cheese. Hey, hey. Well, one, I can't eat hot water crust pastry because they make it with lard. So that, 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 uh -huh. that, that manteca, I can't do nothing with it. So Manteca. <laughs> uh, Dana's up next. A spectacular picnic pies mm. versus a field daffinois with potatoes or gratin. Well, which is basically uh, what uh, daffinois is. Potatoes or gratin, if y'all didn't know. Caramelized onions, comate comate cheese and a rosemary infused pastry this will come back up in your technical so when the episode ended i absolutely rewound back to this part of it to see if paul was giving it away and he hella was he looked at prue and he was i have it like paused on the moment he looked at her and prue is like trying to change the subject she's like never mind because he asked he said oh it sounds like a whatever the name is <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and uh, she he was like, "Do you know what that is?" And she was like, "No." And he goes, "Interesting." And he was like, "Never mind, never mind." Yeah, <laughs> I'll be um, be lightweight doing that about a lot of stuff. You'll be looking at it like, mm -hmm. "You sure you want to put that uh, that kind of flour in there?" Mm -hmm. You sure? <laughs> then he'll Bruh. do that that tap on the table and walk off. I just, I just want you to know, Paul Hollywood say you best bet on it. Just take mm -hmm. care of it. It's for a reason mm -hmm. that you got that little that little nudge. Okay, so take advantage. Uh, what's Tasha? Tasha's whipping up sausage, bacon, apple, and cranberry picnic pies in a nutmeg infused crust. 
it do sound good. Except for the pig. I don't even what I'm gonna do with bacon. It seems unnecessary yeah. anyway. Uh Saku's making a spicy tuna picnic pie. I'm like, where? Mm. Tuna, mm. potato, leek, carrot, and onion surrounding the quail's egg. Smash. In a hot water crust. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? That's what's Smash. up. Uh, Dan's up next. Lamb kima. Turmeric and cumin spice pastry with a lamb kima filling. A traditional Indian dish. Lamb kima is made with ground lamb, peas, onions, potatoes, and spices. Uh, Nikki's making pork and cheese picnic pies filled with a blend of sausage and saucy. Ooh. Saucion. Saucion sec or saucy seche. You see these words, you'd be like, these are the same words, just a little spelled different. I mean, not not like letters off, people. Just <laughs> it's a family of thick, dry, cured, sausage-shaped charcuterie, charcuterie, share, meaning flesh, and cute, meaning cooked. Charcuterie. I don't understand pork and cheese, and I keep racking my brain of like that combination. The only thing I could come up with is like a fried bologna sandwich, but other than that, I can't. Like what other cuisine do come work on. and think, cheese? Think, think it for it just a little bit. Come on. I got you. You know what you got in your head. Like a bacon cheeseburger? Pizza. Bacon egg. Oh. Oh, okay. Cause I but cause it, every time I she kept saying it, I was thinking of like a piece of ham or like a just like a chunk of pig meat and cheese. And I'm like, I don't it don't <laughs> a pig, chunk meat. Of pig meat. It don't <laughs> Damn, if that could be the name of that. It don't. <laughs> it don't. If he's got, if he's got blame, a chunk of pig meat would definitely be getting And cheese. It, it just didn't. It wasn't turning over for me. But uh, okay. I'm yes. picking up you put it down. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Char, char, if you like I said, char and cute, meaning uh, cooked flesh. Charcuterie, if you ever wonder what that meant. Uh, typically made of pork and other meats. It's similar to sausage. Uh, also made with five cheeses, but they only mentioned two of the five. Which is a one is a Revolution, which is a uh, French cheese made of raw cow's milk from the French Alps region of Haute Savoy. It's been unavailable mm. in the state since 2004 because of law laws regarding pasteurization of semi soft cheese. We can't eat that cheese here. Mm. Which just make me want that cheese. Mm -hmm. How much cheese are you gonna <laughs> eat when you uh, get overseas? And it like you just gonna go cheese wild or? Like, no, I, I'm going to eat like meat pies and shit. Like mm, cheese. Mm. I'm going to eat some cheese. <laughs> What's that? I said just one funky one. Like, get oh, no, I don't, I don't. I have a, my stomach don't really fuck with cheese like that for me to mess around with it. Like I will eat some cheese, obviously, but I'm going, I want to have like the desserts and the meat pies and stuff. Like I'm a pie, I, these savory pies. I want some of them. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Christy's up next. She's making creamy mushroom and leek picnic pie filled with cream, leek, garlic, and mushroom. Uh, Rowan, pork and sweet potato picnic pies filled with Cumberland sausage. He was very proud of the, the sausage. I have no idea if this is Cumberland known for their sausage manufacturing or something, but he seemed really proud of it. A slice of smoked streaky bacon, <laughs> sweet potato, and chestnut. Streaky bacon is just pretty much what our bacon look like over here. They got bacon. They have other types of rashers of bacon over there that are more meaty. Streaky bacon got the little, mm. you know, sour bacon, you know, fat. So if you're just mm. wondering. Uh, Josh, post-match picnic pies built with sausage and apple topped with cheddar melted on top with a little apple relish pickle situation on the top of them. You dig? Let's get over to judging. Maddie's up first again. Uh, a bit messy. 
good strong flavors lovely lovely the lid's a bit too thick uh he was trying to make a lattice kind of lid situation and it just mm-hmm. didn't uh turn out how he uh, had it, had it wanted tasha beautiful golden brown color good pastry the mustard bottom a little mark of genius mm-hmm. beautiful filled beautifully nice and thin round the outside tasha came back just knocking down doors. I, I got now. I fuck with it. So I'll just do. Saku, the pastry's a bit pale. A bit of a soggy bottom. Soggy bottom. Yeah, no. you hate the hair. Uh, Prue loves the flavor. The filling is nice and moist. The pastry needs to be thinner and less soggy. Dan, a bit ripped and all over the place. Flavor's beautiful. Pastry nice and flaky. Nice and thin. Round the outside. Well filled. Just a bit dry on the mouth. And very dense. Dry on the mouth. It's Oof. a very interesting turn of phrase. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, Dana's up next. Looks appetizing. If they were in a shop window, Prue would buy them. Sides are a little thick on one side, thin on the other. The roof is a little too thick. The flavor, as always, is on point. Because Dana can't be stopped when it comes to her flavors. Rowan, lovely flavor. Beautiful aroma. If they looked better, they could have just been a win. Uh, he, they, the way he took, he took them out, they kind of were, I don't know, they came. Everything is, never mind. The <laughs> way man did this week. Everything he did this week. It was so funny to me the way that Paul was just tossing them pies. Like, he was just took off the lid, tossed it, turned the fucker over. It wasn't no bottom. He was just like, what's wrong with your pies, bruh? <laughs> Like, bro, you gonna bring me this? I said, what I say? I said twelve, and you brought me maybe, maybe six was right, maybe. <laughs> uh, Josh bled a little bit, bit of a gap caused by the sausage meat. The flavors are good. The turn of phrase sausage meat is bothersome <laughs> to me, but I know why they 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 spin it like that because it's it's sauce. It's not. It's uncased sausage. So you know, it is uh, the inside of the sausage, the sausage yeah. meat. <laughs> it, it is literally the sausage meat, but I just don't sausage meat. That's how I don't yeah. know. It's got a little. So it, it gives me a tiny bit of the ick. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, the uh, fact that you you guys don't say it six times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just for going forward. Just gonna start calling stuff sausage meat. <laughs> uh, Nikki, little pale. The mold has worked nicely. The color at the bottom, but not on the sides. Pastry's a bit thick and undercooked. So it ends up with filling, with the filling being gloopy, making it mm. a difficult thing to eat. Not she your fucked best. up her pastry too. She says she had accidentally put like scrambled eggs into it. She was like, "I'm yes, just not going to start over." Well, uh, so because you had to pour the hot, the hot water in, the, yeah, the hot water yeah. and the damn, oh. you know, lard. It, it hit the eggs and then hot and egg cooked. So yeah, that's how she fucked that up. Uh, not your best, a bit gluey. So, she, but she started over. She says she started over. She made that over. Oh, I thought she so said she, she wasn't going to start over. No, nah, no, nah, nah, she said she, 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 I'm, I'm going to chuck it and start over. So I'm like, good oh, on you. okay. Uh, Christy, look even. Nice and brown. Beautifully moist inside. Moistness, flavor in a small area with a lattice top that looks so nice. Earns Christy the third um, handshake my, of this series. A Paul Hollywood handshake. <laughs> it, it, has to be, it has to be respected. She was lightweight. Lights out this week. So... But wait, was she? Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your technical challenge this week, a Daffin Wall Pativier. 
Now, both of them words is French as fuck, and they get them shits right. You can't say Genoese. You can't say Genoa, but you can say Daphnois. The wa is right there. You are intentional when you say uh, uh, Genoese instead of Genoa. Uh, Daphnois Petivier, 2.75 hours to complete. As we know from earlier in this episode, as I write the note, a Petivier is a round enclosed pie usually made by baking two discs of puff pastry and filling stuffed in between. It has the appearance of a hump and is traditionally decorated with spiral lines drawn from the top outwards from the point of a knife and scalloping on the edges. It's named after the French town of Petiviers, where the dish is commonly assumed to originate. As they are telling the bakers what they have to do, the camera just points dead at Dana. She (laughs) looked back at Dan like, Wow. Because <laughs> it's like, well, well, yeah, well. You, you just made this. You just made this in, in, in signature. You better do real good here in, in technical. Uh, remember last week we said we we're going to discuss what they're actually testing. And, and Paul, Paul and Prue sat down to say what they're actually being tested on is the pastry itself. Pastry. Because it requires lamination and, and basically has to have a certain uh, situation to it. Yeah, it's pastry week. It, it was. Quite disheartening to hear how many times, oh, these potatoes are still raw. That, that was just man. like, oh, man. Like we said, I think last week, they a little too loose with the term raw. Yeah. Maybe maybe just maybe, maybe they need to get, get to the word undercooked. Yeah. And uh, we'll be better for it. Also, they be too hard on the word over. Uh, no, they'll, they, they'll say buns, and it's just like, that's not burnt. Burnt is, is a whole nother level of whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a count, it's, especially when we, uh, you know, Lord willing, next season. Like, how many times I hear gloopy or or, or stodgy? The stodge count because um, I gotta tell you, stodgy has not been thrown around to a bunch of series yet. What? They, 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 it, um, not not this particular episode, but they. they this episode was raw with the extra R at the end, um, but <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get over to the judging. Dane is up first. Good color. Design is good. Well-made pastry. The sauciness of the blue cheese sauce balances beautifully with the bake. It's all good news from that one. Mm-hmm. Josh, not domed enough. A bit pale. A bit uneven. Needed stronger color. As we re- as we recall from last week, stronger color in tunes, stronger flavor. And uh, so I can understand where their complaint here. Saku, nice and strong. Golden brown. Pastry delicious, but not quite cooked. Needed a bit longer. Dan, Love the scallop work. Has the dome. Looks good underneath. Strong color. Pastry not bad. Nice one. Handsome Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, a bit flat. A bit underbaked. More bread-like than flaky. So even if she redid it, which I'm saying, no, she redid the first one. This yeah. one is just was done poorly. Uh, potatoes, a bit raw, too. Was this when Dan uh, shredded his flesh his into the pie crust? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lost, lost, lost some knuckle meats. Now, do you think they stopped the whole shit? They like, stopped to. the time for, for everyone uh, for sure, and that you have to start yeah, they, over? They definitely gave him a, a wrapped him up. And I think he just had probably uh, started over his, his pile up. He was just the potatoes he was, he was, he was uh, shredding, right? Yes. No, no it, was uh, butter. it was the butter because the potatoes were sliced. And by the time oh, they yeah, got to for- judging, he had his hands up like this and he didn't have on a glove and he didn't have any band-aids on by the time judging came. So I was like, they must have sat for a while after that because yeah. for you to go from bleeding to, to this, it was it had to be a minute. Uh, Nikki. No, he didn't, Nikki. Uh, Tasha. An attempt to get a bit of height. Not mad about the look. A bit raw. Oh, no, a bit rough. Taters. That's <laughs> their word. Raw needs longer. Flake not bad. Maddie, lovely color, bit of height, nice strong bake, raw potato. And is four raw potatoes you have so far? That's good. Uh, <laughs> Christy looks lovely. A very interesting pie, but Petivier, it is not. Not a dome in sight. A bit of a flake to that. <laughs> Pastry good. Needed more of a dome. Where are the rest of the potatoes? I can tell you they are back on Christie's bench. Oh, shit. Again, <laughs> and again, this is in my notes, but I'm but I'm going to say to y'all, and, y- and I know my my, the, 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 our, my fellow hosts here will agree. They give you everything you need. You're supposed to use it all. They didn't say some all. of this. Right. All of it at all times. You, why you got leftover potatoes? Nobody else got leftover potatoes. Sticks out is weird to me. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stop doubting. Okay. Rowan, a bit uneven. Not really neat. Has flake to it. The potatoes. What did he say? He said the spuds are cooked nice. So <laughs> I like that he said that. Sauce is very tarragon y. Crew mm. loves it. Blended with the blue it. cheese, it works beautifully. They had that. They had the bluest of blue cheese I've ever seen in my life. That, that shit was. More mold than cheese at that point, <laughs> and I, I, I appreciate blue cheese, but not but with all them ribbons, also I, though. Also, what I know is that in America, our cheese situation is definitely different than than what they got popping in Europe. So it's like I kind of, uh, I wouldn't mind having some English blue cheese because it, it might it might have a different uh, flavor palette. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Our ranking goes like this: number nine, Nikki, too flat, no crumble. <laughs> too flat, no crumble. Josh, too pale, too flat. Maddie is seventh. Saku is sixth. Christy is fifth. So middle of the table there. Rowan came in fourth. Uh, Tasha came in third. Mind you, Ross, raw potatoes. You know, again, Team Tasha, but, all, all times, you know, but crust, all about the crust. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, Dana uh, looks pretty. The pastry is good. Tastes good. A really good pativier. And meaning your first place baker this time I go around was Dan. Well done. A lovely pativier. Love the scallop work. Tastes delicious. Looks professional. Handsome Dan for the Here's win. Here's what I wrote, wrote regarding this. Saku's dough was raw. Matt's potatoes were raw. And I feel like they said they were judging pastry. Mm-hmm. And she should have been at seven or lower. I agree. She can't come before him with raw dough. And all he had was raw potatoes. Agree. Tasha ain't got raw potatoes. She in third. What part of the game is that? Just 
point out, y'all. Mm-hmm. Also wrote that Nikki's deity me made her sound like a cartoon witch. <laughs> she should so she should so get into voice work. Yes, just she has a a, a voice that would work in cartoons, video games, everything. She should be doing voice work. And but, she's so funny. Like I yes. hope she gets a show or something after. She this. already had a show for several years. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, Roseanne. What? Oh, I hate you. I hate you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> I'm thinking she she gonna let us know afterwards. After like she going for a rebrand after this. I refuse to even do this. Anyway. <laughs> Your showstopper this week, a display of decorative sweet pies, four hours to complete Nick Jew, were you showstopped this week? Yes and no. There were, like, I think Christie's relied a lot on her decoration, but, like, Rowan's was a fucking masterpiece. Rowan is not who you who you think you're talking about. So I always what? say that. Josh. What's his name? Josh? Oh, don't tell her what her to know. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> yes. Consistently... Rowan is Rowan. Rowan is the one with the glasses, but I yes. can yes. never remember Josh's name. Just always his work. But Shouldn't Josh, Josh did that. Should be a concern <laughs> going forward. Now should it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I must still be like Rowan did that. <laughs> like what did he do? <laughs> yeah, Josh is the J Cole of the of the tent. Like he's just like the fans he has know he's really good. But at the end of the day, we're like when you name it off your top five, you always seem to forget about Josh. Yeah, so I was about to be like, I was going to say something, and I won't even go there. <laughs> I'm not a J Cole fan. Yeah, me neither. But I know, like, I'll be like, oh, I'll listen to a song like, um, like the song with him and Twenty One Savage called a lot. I like that song, and he go off on that yeah. song. Yeah. But then I'll be like, like, I've never listened to a whole J Cole album. Me neither. I He's like, like one J Cole song. It's Which called uh, San Tropez. It's off of 2014. Uh, I think I've heard he's, uh, he's like Taylor Swift for me. Like every time I say I don't like him, one of his <laughs> fans jumps in my shit. And I'm yeah. like, I had a J. Cole fan tell me that his bars went over my head. I'm like, do you understand that I used to interpret <laughs> words for a living? Like literal Shakespeare. You cannot tell me that J. Cole's bars go over my head. You just fell asleep yeah, you, during um, listening to it. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> but I, ha- you know what? I, I think it would be a good assignment for me to listen to a J. Cole album and see how it lands on you. You know what? You tell me. What, you tell, tell me. You four tales. We're, uh, I, I actually own that album. So I want to go for one I haven't, I, I don't own. So you let sure. me know and then I'll, I'll listen to it and we'll compare notes. That's, that's, sure. a, that's a future podcast. Get ready for it. Uh, Paul, this, this is my notes. Paul, you can't just leave it in the foil. Is oh a particularly prescient bit of explanation now, isn't it? Chris is a first autumnal lattice decorative pies filled with spiced apple and sultana. Do I know what sultanas are? Yeah, uh, uh, we we just call them golden raisins. Oh. oh! Also, as it turns out, there is a grape that is ca- that when dried is called a currant, but is not a black currant. Oh, that's what I was thinking of then, because I've had those like in salads. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's just a weird English, English, and all over the place again. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What did I say? Spiced apple sultana. Okay. The other one is a uh, blueberry. And the last is a raspberry <laughs> frangipan pie. Dating back to 1674, frangipan is a sweet almond flavored custard, typical in French pastry. It's the cousin of marzipan. Frangipan, mm-hmm. marzipan, mm-hmm. which is an almond sugar paste that can be molded into shapes. Uh, Rowan is up next. Lattice Fabulous Decorative Pies based on the British sitcom Absolutely Fabulous Ab Fab for short. The and pate they were not. Sap- <laughs> 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 the pate sable style pies will be filled with limited blueberry, French pan, flaked almond and chocolate, and cherry and vanilla. Pate sable is a sweet short crust, short crust pastry. Pretty much a shortbread. It literally translates to sandy, so you know, like pecan sandies. If you kind of want a texture in your mind. I don't know if you ever got that I love pecan sandies. Pecan sandies and tea psh, change your life. Oh no, it's little doings that I that I don't like. I don't like the way shortbread tastes. Well, hey, there you go. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh is called from flower with a U to flower with a W. Dedicated to his nan Frida. He's making a sunflower with two pineapple and apricot with two name it. Oh yeah, two of the two of like the, the flower heads. Pineapple and apricot with cinnamon star and star anise and vanilla. And uh three like leaves that are blackberry and coconut, all made from the colored colored pastry with a syrup glaze. That's why Paul wanted a fucking glaze. Mm. Like, why the fuck did you we'll get there? One person did you thought the other person was supposed to do it? Get out of here. Uh Nikki. Uh, is making her grand's garden trio decorative pies in homage to her nana's her nan's uh, garden. The pies will be filled with apple and pear, plum and frangipan, and rhubarb and custard with a hint of ginger. Dane is making apple of my pie, frangipan, and baklava pie for the base with two mulled wine, blackberry, and apple mini pies topped with a short crust tree. Saku's making pie chart de- de- decorative pies. An infographic inspired pie with a short, made from a short crust, short crust pastry with cream cheese as, as a replacement for some of the fat. Uh, one filled with pineapple, cherry, and rum. The others filled with apple and cinnamon. This is where Rowan decides against blind baking his pastry. And I just want you all to meditate on that. <laughs> all right, Dan. Journey around South America decorative pies. It's making a chocolate short crust filled with cherry and kirsch for Peru. It's kind of a black forest pie. Kind of, I like the idea. A grape and strawberry one for RG. Grape uh-huh. in a pie. I don't okay. get it. Okay. Feel better about that. I don't I, get it. What of y'all would have been like, yeah, I'm all about that grape life. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I just, it's going to bake down to basically jelly, which mm, is like, mm. which why? makes you have a Welch's jelly pie. Yeah. Know it. Time I know to it. taste the Welch's. <laughs> Uh, a lemon and lime short crust filled with tropical fruits, including mango, papaya, and pineapple for Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasha's up next. A sea or ski decorative pies. A sea theme pie will be filled with apricot and ricotta. The mountain theme pie is a blueberry short crust filled with chestnut and blueberry, and a pecan and bourbon pie uh, with a little BSL signpost pointing to the sea and or the mountain. It's kind of dope that she did that. British sign language, folk. Uh, just, I don't know, just in case you didn't know that. I'll just throw that that little addition in there. Uh, Maddie's making a ski trip decorative pies. Maddie has skied Andorra, Sestri, uh, Sestri, I don't know, and Legere in France, and making is making pies based on those travels. 
Apreski Comfort Food was a bar that Allison said that I was like, let me look this up. Hmm, and Apreski, hmm. A-P-R with an accent over an E-S, just means after. So an after ski mm-hmm. comfort food is what she was saying. But she whipped out a French ass word. And I was like, why did you do that? And <laughs> there you go. Let's, we'll put that one on the writers. <laughs> I've always uh, heard that term. I just never knew what it meant, but it makes so much sense now because it's usually in reference to like an outfit or like something like that. Fair. Uh, Maddie's making a rhubarb and custard, uh, an apple, blackberry, and cinnamon. Uh, pl- and and uh, plum filled uh, pies. The plums are stewed in a mix of ginger and orange juice. Mm. When the men start to joke about plums, it's so dumb. And I love how pr- twice now Prue has been like, y'all got to get y'all shit together. Sorry, Stop. bro. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He straight up apologized. <laughs> Sorry, Prue. This has like, definitely yeah, been the Randy se- season that, that, that so far. Yes. It started with that beaver. Mm-hmm. And that it's was proof. That was on her. I was about to say it's proof's damn fault. She kicked it off. <laughs> uh, wow. Now that you know what everybody's making, why don't we judge it? Christy's up top. A sensational display. Apple and Sultana, spot on flavor, beautifully cooked. The Frenchman one is smacking as well. Paul has it. never had Frangipan with raspberry before and digs it. Blueberry is intense and very American. I don't even know what the fuck that could possibly mean. What does that mean? I love that shit. I tweeted it. (laughs) I absolutely love it. Uh, Three very good pies combined with a handshake in the signature. You know what it is. Tasha, Paul thinks it could have used a glaze. I think Paul can eat a bag of dicks. Mm. I kind of agree with him because it looks ruddy is is what I think. And ready is what Paul says. I don't agree just... with that. Then, of course, so we're here as I go on. Uh, and now what I wrote in my notes is, on this point, uh, we disagree is I think they're little works of art. But I they understand look... he, he holds certain bakers to a higher yes. standard. Mm. Yes. I think they yeah. look ashy. Yeah. That is, that, the right that, word. That, is, that is so accurate a description. Yeah. They look yeah. ashy. You just maybe have to fucking agree with Paul, Nick. Thanks. I don't buddy. find them. I don't find them rough and ready. But in the next shot, they show Dan's, and his was like glaze, and it's just the difference of like hers looked kind of ashy. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Uh, but of course, Paul likes the pecan pie, beautifully crispy. And then I wrote, "So why the fuck you want a glaze, Paul?" But now I understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the blueberry chestnut pie is quite vibrant, but it's wet and cake like. I'm. I'm all about that life, but yeah, apparently they don't fuck with cake. Like uh, the sea pie uh, is a lovely texture. Tastes delicious. Paul loves the tartness from the apricot. Tartness will come up again in a little bit. Dan is up next. Cherry pie filling is good, but the chocolate crust ain't doing it. It's a bit sandy and dry. The grape pie grapes are subtle and lost. And so I assume the strawberries is winning that battle because it's grapes and strawberries in that pie. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't think either one of those fruits have a lot of a uh, punch to them. So I can't understand how one could win out over the other, but apparently it did. Uh, oh, wait. Also, Tasha referred to her pie as an American version because it had whiskey in it. Have you ever the, had the, a the pecan pie? Yeah. Do, you, do pecan pies typically have whiskey in them? Sometimes. Typically, is not how I throw that around, but I've had pecan pies that have whiskey in it. Uh, okay. Because she was like, so, it's a very American, American version. I was like, I have yeah. never heard of that. They said that shit oh, back yeah. to back. Mad both times. I do not. I did not like that. Like 
That when they just say like, yeah. a, they don't they don't say uh I don't I don't I, I just personally don't feel like it's always a compliment the way the way they say it. I feel like in both cases this week it was complimentary. So yeah. are you mad about it, Mike? <laughs> I, I just I, I per, like I said I said I several times I don't like it. Like it felt if you it made you feel kind of some kind of way and bro I can't I can't not change your feelings. That's how you felt, man. So like, you're right. Especially I, I don't know I just feel like if you're gonna say America, don't make it no bullshit. Like, but the like, ba- but the bakers identified their own pie as an American version. Of it. it wasn't the judges. I mean, they know what food tastes like it. I know what English food be doing. Yeah, you think you know what English food be doing, but if you ain't you ain't step your foot in this soil, you'll be talking about your pies, especially a, a, a pecan pie, a southern pie. Fair. So, so you make American? So you make Italian spaghetti? American uh-uh. spaghetti? We make white spaghetti in this house, Nick. Like one pot here, <laughs> one pot there. But that don't necessarily mean you making Italian spaghetti. You making American I'm making spaghetti. Black, I'm making blackish white style. Negetti. Negetti. Yeah, Negetti. That's what I call mine. Negetti. I don't make spaghetti. I had too much spaghetti in life and I do not eat it at this point in my life. Not at all. It's one of the pastas that don't. Well, it does darken my door because my children fuck with it. I do not. Uh, where do we leave off at? Anywhere. Uh, okay, uh, the texture on the crust of his grape pie is good, though. Uh, the f- no, this is not even what's called. This is the texture on his uh, the, the 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 tropical fruit pie. Texture on the crust is good. The fruit texture is not so much. They need he needed to cook them shits down so they all reach a similar consistency. What it is they all, each had their own consistency? Mango have one bite to it, pineapple one bite to it, papaya another bite to it, and I already and I already know what it is. And I'm like, nah, man, yeah, all those either either all of them got to get cooked, cook them down, or leave some of them up. I don't know what you got to do. Mango has a softness to it. Which one would you aim for as the as, as your texture point? Hmm. Definitely not mango. I, I was gonna say I guess I, I mean I guess you'd have to it's the softest one. Right. You ain't gonna make it harder. So yeah. I think you all got everybody gotta be mango consistency for that reason. And he made a chocolate pie crust, yeah. which is yeah, they didn't like it. And for it like dry. fruit pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was dry. Because you gotta add Insane. cocoa powder, and that's always a, a hard thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dana's up next. Her baklava pie is delicious, but rich and very sweet, and I won't sit. It was oh, underwhelming to look at, too. Paul, Under, Paul I was thinks, underwhelmed. Paul thinks the frangipan is too thick, and therefore, it's underbaked. The mini pies are apparently far too sour. Mm. Hit you in the jowls. Perhaps too powerful, is what Prue says. And I'm like, that's what I, I want, want that, that sour patch kid pop. Yeah, I want well, he everything back, Dana made this week. Yeah, when, when, you, when you when you pop behind the ears and it bring you tears, tears, that's me. I, I want some of it. I want it yeah. for sure. For sure, uh, Maddie, a little broken, a little rustic. Some of the top of the apples. Uh, <laughs> I gotta quit right now. Right. Uh, I'm going to read you what I wrote, and then y'all can just think, T, you so dumb. Uh, some of the top of the apple john is raw, but the flavor is not bad. <laughs> Rhubarb looked, and custard. His decorations look like a kid drawing like you would put on your refrigerator. <laughs> Bro, he, he wouldn't ask for glaze on them motherfuckers because they look <laughs> terrible. Glaze wouldn't even help. 
the rhubarb and custard comes through a very good pie. The plum and ginger, the fruit is of course undercooked. I could tell it when he poured it, when I watched him pour it into the crust. I was like, mm-hmm. that's that's hard ass fucking plums. You ain't stewed shit, my guy. Mm-hmm. This shit was crisp. I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind having a bite of the motherfuckers, but then was no, they were not a stew down at all. So the best one of his pies was, of course, the rhubarb and custard. Saku looks so simple Amazing. and fresh. The pineapple fruit pie, the pineapple fruit is quite, once again, the theme of the week, raw. Mm. Although, you know, raw pineapple be hitting, but I guess when you want it in pie form, you want it to be cooked down a little bit. Cook it down, mm. cook it down. Mm. You know that I cook it down every time I come around. Paul wouldn't go back for a second piece. The look on her face. Huh. When he said she that, like she was gonna cry. Yeah, yeah. yeah why you yeah, say that really... shit? Like you could have just said, you could have said anything <laughs> else but <like> that. <laughs> like I ain't coming for a second piece. She was so obviously crestfallen. It was like wow. It was, was kind of hard to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. Apple and cinnamon likes the apple. The cinnamon levels are just about right. The pastry delicate and buttery. Well done. And that probably mm-hmm. lifted her spirits a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why these people wouldn't cook any damn fruit to this week. Just, Come on, people. That's crazy. She just had chunks of pineapple in a pie crust. <laughs> it, I could have did that. that yeah. <laughs> chunks of pineapple. It was just like, <laughs> you did not, not at all. They didn't hit the pot for a little bit. Fair. That's Josh, sad. a work of art. Man. Again, so there's somebody else making pineapple. In fact, the third note. Yeah, the third person using pineapple in a pie. And what does Josh do this time? The pineapple is really good. It's mm. tart, sweet, crunchy. Mm. It has depth to it. It's delicious. Prue can't find fault in it. <laughs> the leaves are also delicious. The right texture. What we've been looking for. Wonderful. That motherfucker was decorated impeccably, too. Yeah, for sure. It was. It's absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. If you are... I, as I learned this week, uh, this is like will be. This is the second of three podcasts I'll be recording this week. As I learned uh, when I was recording Cadillac earlier this week, some people just listen to us and don't watch the show. Oh. So I was like, oh, that's a thing y'all do. Fair. No, watch so, the show. It's so wonderful. I, I, Chaffee, this is my man Chaffee's exact words. He's like, y'all make that shit sound so interesting. And then when I watch this, it's just like motherfuckers not- cooking. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I listen to uh, quite a few podcasts where it's like I, I listen to the show, but I don't watch the show. I ain't watching Gossip, yeah. uh, Gossip Girl again, but I listen to a, a Gossip Girl recap show. And I tried yeah, to watch it. Yeah. I was like, "What is this shit? I can't do this." <laughs> they don't even. I mean, they watch it, but it's not really what that podcast is about. No, no. I mean, <laughs> not really. But before those, my, like my man Chalfie, who don't watch the show, I'm telling you right now, you should go look up uh, Josh's uh, sunflower pies. It's yeah. a, it's it's something you have to see to understand. It's incredible. Yes, Rowan. Bruh, <laughs> ugly ass pies. He couldn't even get out the tent. Allison broke his pie. First of all, that's why they shouldn't be helping. That shit was ugly, and it was just soup inside. It was, just it was super bleeding. Mess. I'm bleeding. <laughs> Patsy's pretty perfect. Eddie less so, because these are the characters from Absolutely Fabulous. Paul can't even get it out. Nothing is set. This is in regards to the filling. The pastry is good, crisp and short, but it looks awful and very clumsy. The lemon and blueberry, very clumsy. The frangipan one is too solid and dry. 
His face. No, he knew. He did know. He knew when the <laughs> shits were coming out the damn tin what it was. And you knew he knew. And I'm just grateful that man graduated uni a week before this. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Got some celebrations that he could have. Nikki is our last baker this week. Very pretty. Beautiful Ooh. gowns. Gorgeous <laughs> gowns. Exactly. Exactly. What it was. <laughs> For the apple pie. Paul's never had a dry apple pie before. Oh, my God. In heaven. Thinks it being so open is what dried it out. Cute the rhubarb ones, the, the the rhubarb ones filling is good, but the pastry is too thick for that filling, so there isn't much of that good filling to enjoy. My God, the French bread is good, punchy flavor, nice thin pastry. The plums on top are good, too. nice flavor. So she walked away with one good pie from three. Woo. <laughs> One person got a handshake and then absolutely murdered the uh, showstopper, and therefore she is your star baker that week. And that is Christy, who went on to say something about how being a mom no. means something or other. Was crying. I was just like, "It's just pie, girl." <laughs> Maybe I feel like you, you feel like you are the second name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you are kind of lightweight shitting on your family. Oh man! And I don't know why you think you needed to, but. I'm gonna let you just be happy that she you got, got that you got Hollywood handshake, and she just uh, she was just like, "This other man out here looking out for me, like <laughs> I ain't, I ain't gotta take this shit no more." The street like and her husband, her yeah. husband black, yeah, mm-hmm. she she probably gonna be wearing Ooh. less and going out more pretty soon because mm-hmm. yeah, forget this. Sent home double elimination week. I think you know who went home. It's the people who were uh, just here at the end. One Obviously, pie, throw in <laughs> one whose pie couldn't come out of a ten, and uh, one who managed to make a dry apple pie. Nope. Not too I'm impressed with that. This shit is kind of magic. Those pies that were is, not uh, Rowan absolutely and... fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan and Nikki were sent on their merry way, and like I said, I feel like Rowan could have gone home multiple times during this show. So, kind of whatever. And also, I told y'all Nikki could have went home at least three of these, uh, three of these five episodes. <laughs> She was like one of my favorite personalities in the tent. Yes. Crew threw her a little shade, like lovely girl, but bitch can't bake. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's kind of just it. Just kind of is what it is, people. I'm sorry, and uh, that's that stinks. Next week, botanicals. Mm. What is that? That sounds gross. Plants, flowers. What you gonna bake a flower? Everything we gonna be will rose find flavor. out. Oh God! But they hate that shit. So I would. I don't know what they gonna do. So I would. I don't know. That, that's we'll why. That's that probably why they had it. That's probably why they did that shit. Like we gonna do. We gonna. We gonna test ourselves. Our strength. Our metal. Our testicular fortitude. Unless something has changed in the midst of us recording this, I don't think we got any feedback this week. I'm, I'm just gonna blame that on Chocolate Week not being that impressive, and nobody got sent home. 
So no worries in the realm of, of feedback, but please, you know what I'm saying? You know what it is. You know, hit us up at uh 216-264-6311. You can text it. You can call it either way. You all to the good. You call it. You'll be heard on the show. And if you text it, I'll read it on the show in my own dose of tones. You'll be great. Uh, emails, podcasts at stagecrunchymoke.com. Uh, like I said, breezy, if you want to, if you just want to do that. And of course, uh, if you listen on Spotify, there's a little more interactivity over there. There's polls and uh question of the week and so forth and so on. And uh, speaking of which, we need to develop a question of the week and a poll for this situation. So question of the week. Have uh, you ever had a dry apple pie? <laughs> <laughs> and our poll. Apple versus pumpkin pie or sweet potato versus pumpkin. Now we, you know, you know how we get down. <laughs> so just be us. You could put all three pumpkin, sweet potato or apple. There we go. Your poll of the week. Or a turducken. The fall pies. I'm actually probably going to put four. We'll add pecan to that. Oh, there you go. With, with or without whiskey. <laughs> never. I've literally never heard of whiskey in a pecan pie. Well, I've, I've it's heard not of like uh, I eat pecan like bourbon, pie bourbon pecan pies. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bourbon. It's, it's, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. Which um, I just got I um, I've a, had a, uh, some bourbon um, vanilla um, extract from um, Trader Joe's. Oh. Is it entirely too sweet of a pie for my taste? Because well, uh, what bourbon kind of cuts that sweetness a little bit. Uh, okay. Or okay. And uh, it's supposed to, the, the nuts are supposed to be a little salty to uh, to contrast. Salty uh, sure. nuts. You, 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 you use salt because if you whip it up, that would be probably a better way of doing that. A little salt because I wonder if that would fuck with the uh, consistency of the. Uh, the jail? You know, the, the filling, yeah, whatever that is. Uh, like uh, it's, it's it's corn syrup is what it is. So yeah, I mean, my, whatever that ends up cousin, cooking into. Yeah, my cousin Edgar makes like a chocolate one and he makes a regular one. He definitely uh used some salted nuts. Yeah, fuck with it. Oh, it's so interesting. Again, y'all, I have fallen recently fallen in love with the bear. <laughs> and uh watching that show in particular, I want to point out to y'all uh, season two, episode seven. Forks, you know, I don't know. It just really uses perspective on uh, restaurants. And have you got uh, to the uh, potato chip omelet yet? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm caught up, done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I almost made a potato chip omelet the other day. I had some chips on my table, and I was like, <laughs> that shit could be eaten. But they was a Seven Eleven chips. Which let me tell you something: thick, delicious, well cut chips. The flavor. Uh, it was supposed to be like sour cream and cheddar, and it just wouldn't sour cream and cheddar and like Lay's flavor do. But the chips themselves were like very quality chips. I was very impressed with what 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 Seven uh, Eleven is pulling off, and they uh, store brand uh, uh, chips. As far as how many was in the bag, it's a very well filled bag. Chips was massive, big old well sliced potatoes. Okay, good, good crunch to them. Tell you the right flavor. now, you might want to fuck with some Seven uh, Eleven uh, uh, chips. Walk down there and get me a lottery ticket and some some crisps. <laughs> That's what it is, people. Uh, again, next week is uh, botanicals botanicals week. We will discuss that with you then. And uh, until the, oh, I forgot we had we had, we, we had with a catchphrase last week. What was it? You said something so smooth too. I forgot what it was. There it goes, people. I had to go listen to the last uh, you know ten seconds of our show from last week to tell you to continue to bake with us. We'll catch you next time. Did I let y'all go? That's Ant, that's Nick. You know what it is. I'm Tyrell. We do this. Catch you next time. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.